Today on the Terrible Warriors, return to a galaxy far, far away. Mike the Birdman Dodd gets the original players of Embers of the Jedi back together. It's Justin, Derek, Tom, and Tiff. You'll remember that this campaign began the four of them as Jedis in training. And so much has happened since Order 66. The crew of the Bilal picks up some new faces as they get orders to take them to the edge of the galaxy to deliver supplies to an old friend. Meanwhile, the Empire is amassing a new offensive. And for longtime Terrible Warrior listeners, the Empire's plans may seem a little familiar. On the edges of the Outer Rim, our lost Jedi will be reunited and the embers will glow again. And the crew of the Bilal and Places Unknown, they are your terrible warriors. Welcome back, my terrible Jedi warriors. It is I, Mike the Birdman Dodd from ThisWeekInGeek.net, and I welcome you back to yet another one of our long-form campaign games. This is Star Wars Embers of the Jedi. And I'm not going to reveal the subtitle to this just yet, because it could give away something, plus we typically name these at the end anyway. But I'm yeah, not I've alone. Already put it in, if, if, in the future, I've already put the subject into the... Haven't I? <laughs> Didn't I just no, mention no, it in the intro? Not well, at least these are the terrible warriors. Yeah, but this it's going to ruin it for us, though. Exactly. Just let him finish yeah, this thing. You don't even know what this game is called. Exactly. Okay. So anyway, shut up. Um, I'm traveler. So I am here joined with my terrible warriors. I am joined with. I'm Derek the Bard from Chase of the Muse. I'm Justin Eacock traveling through time and space. I'm Tiffany Fonsolo Compton. I'm Tom. He's an evil genius white from weird video games. And I'm John Gillespie, and I'm the special guest. Yeah, so that's right. Yay. John is our first Patreon uh, supporter who supported us at the hundred dollar level, and as what part as as part of his um, thing, he gets to join us for a session of Terrible Warriors. And the game that we chose to have him join us on was obviously Star Wars. Thank you so much for giving us money. <laughs> exactly. I'm so glad it's one that I know the premise of. Like so. Money. So John was able to give us $100 for that. He got to hang out with me uh, for an hour, ask me any Terrible Warriors behind-the-scenes questions. I actually hung out with him and his friend uh, Volsar, who's yet another big supporter of the show, who will be joining us as an NPC for Ravenloft. And just, if it hasn't happened already, it will happen soon. I'm traveling. Life expectancy five minutes. So <laughs> we'll wait and see whenever that happens. But so he also... John also got a copy of my notebook, which which contained That's Terrible cool. Warriors notes from the last two years, and also summoning rituals for Cthulhu. Exactly. Yeah. So if he ever, if should he ever need a random role playing demon, I suppose he can summon me at three o'clock in the morning via a Transformers <laughs> notebook and some of my blood. You all did I read the part where Cthulhu was like you did by not send him so right. Why did you send him some of your blood? What is wrong with <laughs> I you? I know, right? He <laughs> gave us a hundred bucks. What the hell else was I gonna give him? Hey, hey, all you jokers at least use pseudonyms on this show. I'm the only one who's everywhere as Justin Ecock. People know my real name. That alone is magic. See, like, I mean, you can't get a bet- you can't get much of a better last name than Ecock. Let's be real here. The problem is, though, like a lot of spells require like the real name, and this, true. I'm screwed. I'm just messed up now. 
I have to that keep calling the book, middle name. the book of the Dodd. It's Thomas. <laughs> the book oh, of Dodd. Why didn't you tell us that? I don't fear, man. <laughs> so, Is yeah, so as a result, John got all my really cool notes. Who has, so he has stuff for Ravenloft. Yeah. He's got stuff for Mass Effect, DC Adventures. He can just replace you. Yeah, basically, yeah, he sees where everything was supposed to go and where it inevitably didn't go. Um, awesome. And it's hilarious. Uh, he also saw the early embers of the Jedi. He saw where things were originally supposed to end up, where things didn't end up. So I think John picked out correctly on who to talk to and get notebooks, because if they had asked for my notebooks, like it literally would have just been a lot of scribbles and ink indecipherable flowcharts and <laughs> and and crumpled up pieces of paper with like bad handwriting that I to this day cannot read. Okay, so. Yes, I can actually read Dodd's notebook. <laughs> Which is surprising because most people are like, why do you print? Because <laughs> cursive is for assholes. Anyway. Nobody would want to read my notebooks because all they have is a paragraph on the first hour of the game and the words make it up from there. Fuck it, we're doing it live. <laughs> Stop discouraging people God. from buying the reward. <laughs> Dodd is added value. That's but right. I mean, beyond all that, we've uh, also got uh, we we might see some NPCs named in this game uh, from Patreon supporters, as well as uh, uh, I mean, this is just plug, plug, plug. Uh, check us out at Patreon.com/slash/TerribleWarriors because you're making this show happen now. It's uh, this is awesome, and and we've got some fun rewards. We're gonna keep adding to the rewards, change things up, and uh, you know try and find more and creative ways to have you interact with this program because. Now you're a terrible warrior, too. Speaking of the name bank, uh, Justin, can you resend me a couple names? Yeah, I will copy and paste. Thank there's, you. Put that in the main chat for me, please. to go. You can just, like, draw from them as you need. Yeah. Uh, I'll find it. So, yeah, just paste that wherever. Okay, so we are going to start now. On your shiny white ass. <laughs> Brown, but close. I was about to say. <clears throat> All right. So, what has happened to the crew of the Bilal since we last encountered them? Well, they rescued a group of Jedi children from a evil Sith Inquisitor known as... What was his name again, uh, Derek? Uh, oh, great. Second I brother? Put on the spot. Uh, let me just quickly look at my notes. Well, they rescued a group of children. Then they rescued one child. Oh, I think I have a Jethro Pike. Jethro Pike. Yeah, I got that wrong uh, name Canto. down. Wait, did, did I even give this guy an... I swear to God, I... No matches. Of course, okay. there are no Either matches. way. Yeah, the Badur root. The Baduvera root. Baduva root. Baduva root. Yeah, Baduva I, 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 I conned everyone to thinking that I was like a Baduva root uh, supplier, that I was going to come and buy the entire planet supply of Baduva root and start sending oh, it into the inner system. Second brother. And I like, rolled ridiculously high like force mental power there was like right this way counselor come on in we'll, we'll we'll roll out the red carpet for you so what has happened the since the encounter with second brother about eight months has passed for the crew of the Bilal and they have officially joined up with the rebel alliance what has been mostly been happening these guys have mostly been doing cargo face, runs Justin. for them they've been doing little things trying to stay out of the limelight as much as possible them being jedi and it, me not wanting to actually work with the Rebels. That's always been Alan's thing. But hey, the money's good. It keeps the ship fueled and keeps you flying. Which is a thing because now rumors are starting to float around through Rebel back channels that even the Empire has Jedi working for them. And not all of them are good news. As you've encountered with Second Brother, 
there are more like him out there. So what has happened is you have visited one of the rebel bases on Dantui, and you've picked up a couple of different people. You've picked up um, a guy known as Hughes. You also picked up Josh Hastings, Alexander Corbett, and Stephen Prince. These guys are rebel technicians who are going to be taken out to your next location along with an alien tech specialist from a species you've never encountered before, actually, these known as Noir Vex. And what these rebel, uh, what these rebel technicians and specialists are, they're people that specialize in droid programming. They specialize in biologicals, food production, farmers. Basically, their their idea is to help support the backbone of the rebellion. Because you know what? They call themselves the rebel patrons. Yeah. So basically, these guys are there to make sure that the supply lines keep moving because you can't fight a war on an empty stomach and you can't fight a war with broken gear. So that's where Noir comes in to, to repurpose Imperial droids, put them back out in the field. Now your probe droid works for us, so to speak. So you guys are just preparing to leave Dantooine. You've Your ship is loaded up and fueled. What happened to Gonk? Gonk oh is God. currently being rebuilt. Yeah, he, he, he did kind of blow himself off. <laughs> However, Gonk lives on in the ship's brain. That's true. It's almost the Bagonk <laughs> now, not the Bilal. So the Bagonk... More Gonk than man. A ship Bagonk. now. <laughs> so basically what is happening right now, you're waiting to get certain parts to put B- Gonk back into his proper body. But, but he's enjoying... Being the ship, he always manages to find supplies of purple drank for you guys to have. <laughs> As your mysterious couch surfing technician has taken off on one of his many shore leave adventures, I'm sure you'll run into him again. He's chasing the drank dragon again. <laughs> guys, I found the formula for purple drank. It's made of people. Oh, it's hiding the dragon. Colossal worm. Soylent purple. <laughs> so, you see these guys get on the ship. You see uh, Hughes. He's a tough-looking, older kind of black man. He's got this medical pack over his shoulder. He starts going into the Bilal. He goes, why does your ship smell suspiciously of purple drank? You're all it's very, not as very suspicious strange. as you might think. <laughs> <laughs> the other people get on board. Um, Mr. Hastings, Josh Hastings, he's... um. Younger-looking uh, white guy. He looks almost kind of nervous, but you kind of get the feeling he's more. Out, his name is actually spelled like Hey Sting. Hey Sting, yeah. yeah it's Jush Hey Sting. I, I Star Wars eyes all their names. Thank yeah. you. Now, <laughs> now I see them. So Durzan, who's so Juice Hey Sting. You see, he's a kind of a nervous-looking white guy. He seems like he'd be more at home with his plants than he would be on like any battlefield. He's like, can we just get this over with? I don't know, man. Plants in Star Wars can be pretty, like, battle-worthy. Well. Yeah. I mean, Alexander Corbett is an Iothian who's taken a human-like name. The, now, the Iothians, if you don't remember, are known by the derogatory, to- derogatory term known as hammerheads. They're those big, kind of tree-looking-like guys. They don't quite speak basic so well, but this one has an implanted vocal processor so he can speak perfect basic. 
And he just looks at the state of your ship and goes, Mother Tree would not want this for me, but whatever. And finally... I kind of look at him like, hey, like, man, you come into my house? And... (laughs) He just kind of looks at you, says a curse in Iothian, and just walks on the ship. I kind of understand that. (laughs) And then finally... I I can't... I can't deny the fact that I would want to walk past him and say, I am Groot, and then leave. I mean, I do have two, I have two dice in languages and 3D in knowledge. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's all over my head. Go ahead. To to quote Good Morning Vietnam, I don't know what that means, but it sounds very negative to me, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Problem is, Derek, I probably do know what it means with the dice I've got in languages. Roll it. So do I. See if if you understand it. Licks the sweat off a dead donkey's balls. Ew. So how That's does the this... line from Good Morning Vietnam. It's knowledge <laughs> knowledge plus whatever, how many dice you have in one. Yeah, 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 it's this here. I'm just remembering how to type it. Oh, and I rolled a one, one on, the on the force die. Well, you're pretty sure he said something about Bantha Pudu and something else, but you're not entirely sure. Either way, you're pretty sure he called you poop. Um, <laughs> finally, uh, the last member of the crew. You're poop. Pretty sure you called you poop. That's the quote. I just of the go show back already. up to the, like the pilot seat and just kind of sit there sulking. Finally, the last member of of the rebel technicians you're supposed to bring on with you is a uh, is an R and D scientist known as Steven Prince. Um, he's a uh, older looking Latin Latin type kind of gentleman. He's got like a big stack of computers with him. He has like. He has a detached droid brain attached to a Vocaloid processor. Not you've seen a few. Be, the, you've seen a few people carry these things around. They're almost like personal droid assistants, but with a lot more power behind them. So basically, he carries around like a severed three PO head, and it carries around basically all the computer knowledge that he could possibly need. So he comes on board, and the three PO head looks at him and goes, "Sir, are you sure this thing is entirely safe to fly?" He's like, oh, I'm sure the Bilal's crew record is impeccable. I don't know about their droids, but you've got nothing to worry about. I'm sure they won't throw you into the hyperdrive or something. Carrying around a headless or a bodiless, I guess. That's kind of how You got to travel gruesome. light. You gotta... It's gruesome. <laughs> All, right, All right. So as you do, um, the last member of the crew to show up is you see a small feline-like creature and then, uh, John, introduce yourself. And now I've got stage fright. Da 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 da. <laughs> Imagine all the audience in just their underwear. I'm but not wearing any pants. If that helps. <laughs> because we've well established in the fact in the past that down that road lies only madness. Here's the secret: no one's listening. <laughs> it's true. Oh, jeez. You're not performing before an audience right now. Just, just us. We're not an audience. Come We're on not performing. now. We're playing yes, a but game. You're minor internet celebrities. Minor, very, minor. very, very, very insignificant, minor. forgettable. Don't if you don't. if you don't, you're just literally going to come down that ramp and pat him on the head. I mean, I, I appreciate I, I appreciate what you're doing for us here, trying to stroke our egos, but it will do nothing <laughs> because we have no confidence in ourselves. Speak for yourself. Oh, wow. I'm awesome. Quite <laughs> long years ago. I've been listening to you guys for the past three weeks endlessly. Nice. That, I'm very up. sorry. It's really <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
In fact, literally endlessly last week. Sorry for your loss of brain cells. Anyways. Okay, so uh, Feline walks onto the ship, and I'm up in the bridge, and I see, like, you coming on to the gangplank or whatever. What do you look like? Well, Noir is a three-foot-tall, well, barely three-foot-tall feline, having black fur and amethyst eyes. He's wearing what looks like a heavily modified combat vest, and, at a character, what time. looks roughly like a Pip-Boy strapped to his wrist, <laughs> with a smiling face on it. Is he wearing pants? <laughs> You're oh, yeah. like oh the Disney he, character. He's like not wearing pants. Like, like Donald Duck. Wear he doesn't have to. He's got fur. That's the thing, right? I'm going with no pants in that case. All, All right, then. Oh, All right. Okay. So, right. Noir, your droid pit boy. discrimination free ship. Your droid pit boy <laughs> speaks up and goes, Sir, I don't mean to alarm you, but I think these people are idiots. It does smell like gunk on this ship. I'm detecting unusually high levels of purple drink. I suggest you don't let them drive. Why are we working with these people? (laughs) There's nothing wrong with purple drink. I keep telling you that. They're complaining about the smell of my ship. Like, now they're in everything. Balin, Balin, we need the money. Do we? Like, there's easier ways to make money. With people who don't have money. I could just, like, force people. With the force. What? Like, do you really want to go through all that trouble right now? So, what? <laughs> as- no. All right, so <laughs> all you get on board ship. the ship. <laughs> Justin, oh, give me. Uh, do you have astrogation? Do I have astrogation? Yes. Or does no. your. Sh- or, d- or, or does Gonk do that's all this? Word. Um, that's not a real word. It would be under mechanical? Yes. It, I don't have it. Okay, so Gonk informs you that he's calculating the hyperspace route. Systems knowledge, but that would be a slightly different. Thing. Actually, do you want to roll to see where you're going? Yeah, I do. Okay, roll it. Roll three d six. Ah, uh, fuck! Another one on the fourth <laughs> die. So I'm just stewing, and I'm really just not paying attention, and yeah. I rolled. A three. You know the system is out on the outer rim. You've never heard of it. And if you've never heard of it... You know the system is somewhere out there. Yeah, you know it's out there. The Empire's likely never heard of this place if you've never heard of it. That's what you're going to assume. If I've never heard of it, no one's heard of it. I got such a high... (laughs) If I haven't seen it, it's new to me. They have become an asshole since the last episode. So you figure it should take you probably about two to three days in hyperspace to get there. We're, we're going to be spending two to three days with these helpers? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. In a cramped a little ship. <laughs> well, I'm just... I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just staying up there on, uh, on the pilot seat. I'm just hanging out up here. I don't want to... I just don't want to deal with the insult. They, they can do their thing, and uh, I am delegating all of the work to Yuda. Oh, God, Okay. Switching scenes. <laughs> All right. We, uh, Tom, how do I pronounce your character's name again? Milak. Milak. All right, Milak, you are, um, you are on this distant planet uh, out in the Outer Rim. You've been with a group of 
Miraluka refugees setting up this place for probably the better part of about six months. You just got a message from from Rebel Alliance HQ that you should be getting some additional support workers in probably the next two to three days. However, Imperial activity in your sector has been has been increasing. You have seen an increase in probe droids in the surrounding systems. So they are telling you to be on alert. Um, so what, so what, so what, so what you've been doing specifically out there is the research, research and development platform you're working on is doing what they can to extend the rebels food supply because sending, sending out MREs is only working so far. You guys need to have stuff that will replenish on its own or stuff that's more calorie efficient. Because unfortunately, fighting war is hungry, and people are starting to get sick. People are starting to die, frankly. Mm. So, you are one of the main administrators here, because they trust you as a Jedi. Well, I they should do- have bought Baduvera root, is what you're saying in the last time. Lots of Baduvera root. <laughs> but no, you um, turned down that offer. Um... And you blew up one of their farms too. <laughs> I'm I'm responsible for the famine. Oh no! <laughs> so you are responsible for probably about fifty to sixty people right now. Um, if you look at yeah. the map, you yes. have um, an aerial defense grid of several different turbo laser batteries. You've got ground defenses, which are basically like trenches, e-web blasters, vehicle blaster cannons that are mounted, stuff like that. You've got R&D facilities. Unfortunately, where your where your base is set up in this particular solar system, mm-hmm. you're highly susceptible to stuff that happens from their sun. So it isn't unlikely that you get periods of no-fly zones simply due to ionization in the atmosphere and coronal mass ejections, nothing takes off, and nothing can land. But that does give you the advantage that you haven't seen a lot of Imperial activity on your planet, but it has been sighted before. Okay. When you guys landed here, you did discover some, some, some ruins. Evidently, there was some kind of species here before you, but judging oh. by the age of the ruins, they've been gone for tens of thousands of years. Okay. So, what are you going to do? Okay, so have we explored the ruins much? You have not. They've been determined a non-priority simply okay. because you have to get the food supply up and going. Well, um, until the until the backup arrives, uh, I feel like we're in danger of being attacked by Imperials, so it might be good to have a spot like that where people can hide. Okay. So um, I'm going to... I'm going to have uh, some kind of party sent out to uh, explore the ruins and see if there's any place where people can be safely hidden. Okay, so uh, how many people do you want to assign to this? Basically, what kind okay. of force do you want to send out? Okay, well, uh, what's my... <laughs> You've well, got I, about 20 what's soldiers. Breakdown? Okay, I've got 20 soldiers. The rest are just su- support personnel. Okay, um... Uh, yeah, I'll send maybe a squad of, uh, or half a squad of soldiers. Um, so about 12 guys, more or less. Yeah, 6 to 12 guys. Um, okay. And maybe send someone with them who um, can, like, take readings, make sure there's, like, no radiation issues or, like, dangerous life forms. 
Okay, all right. You do as such. So they take out yeah. a um, a repulsorless vehicle. They say, "All right, Milak, we um, we'll report in in just a couple of hours." Can I just? Okay. It, it was like you're summoning a Mister Meeseeks, and I was just waiting for the can do. <laughs> Did they go yes, away? CV. Um, so that Mister group... Jedi, look at me. So that group takes off. They report in. They'll be back in about five to six hours. Once again, due to solar activity, radios mm-hmm. are unreliable, so they may have to hand deliver you the report when they get back in. Okay. Okay. Um, what else do right. you want to do? So, um, so the Imperials don't know where I am. Is that correct? They or? don't know where you are. They have a. They know there's a rebel base in this sector. But a sector yeah. could be a dozen star systems. Um, has like the probe droid activity been increasing, or has it been around the same? It has been increasing, just because they're getting frustrated. Mm. So they'll send in, as opposed to three, three or four, they may be sending in six to two, like ten now. And uh, the rebels are due in a couple of days. Yeah, they figure yeah. the rebels are due okay. in. A couple of days. There's bound to be technicians that can help out if they do find any probe droids. They can probably reprogram them to throw them off the scent. Okay. How many ships do we have? Currently, you have three. Okay. Um, you've got two ordinary cargo haulers, and you have one of those rebel transports that you'd see at the end of the Empire Strikes Back. Okay. So nothing <laughs> offensive, though. Yeah. So you don't have anything with any serious guns on it. You've got a couple of ground vehicles and a couple of speeder bikes. Okay. Um, you said we have an aerial defense grid. Does that include weapons? Like oh, yeah. Can- You've got turbo. You okay. have Star Destroyer grade turbo lasers. Okay. Do we have ion? Uh, yes. You have one ion cannon, okay. which is housed near the power plant. It's actually powered off the roof. Okay. But it can't fire very often. Well, I can provide some kind of covering fire to let the ships escape. So Yeah, exactly. Providing something yeah. happens, you should be able to evacuate your base. And your, your base is mostly made of prefabricated buildings anyway. So okay. everything is fairly quick to move. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, <clears throat> yeah. So you decide to walk outside. It's getting close to evening out on the planet. So you look up in the sky, see two moons are just starting to crest over the horizon. It's a fairly pretty night and roll perception. Okay. Perception. Uh... Can I just, I, while he's rolling, I really want, Oh, <laughs> when, when we, when we played a star Wars game long, long ago, uh, Mike, crossed us over with a certain horror genre and i'm just yeah. waiting for this now to cross over to the starship troopers <laughs> <laughs> oh oh that, we already that would did a starship troopers game. <laughs> um, um you yeah, hear I, the... I got a one in my four star <laughs> all right Damn it. you hear a twig snap but you're not quite sure where it's coming it basically echoes across all the buildings because most people are in the living area for like dinner right now so it's just you kind of standing outside. You just hear the snap. It just it bounces off of every single building. Okay, and it sounded um, heavy. I'm going to uh, I'm going to use my life detection uh, force power. Okay. Uh, let's see. Sorry, let me see here. Four d six. Uh, fifteen, but no one on the force side this time. Okay. Oh, there's definitely something out there. 
a bunch of something. Now you could just be picking up the jungle. Are you looking for sentient life? Um, yes. You sense about six individual and one life presence you've never quite felt before. Oh, okay. Then um, I'm going to try to sense force. Like if there's something force sensitive, uh, I roll eleven. You don't sense any force directly, but you do get the feeling whatever it is has a bit of the dark side on it. Mm. Whether it be it through its actions or whether that's just the way it is. Switching scenes. We joined Weeday. <laughs> Weeday, you are in the cockpit of your newly acquired Z95 Headhunter uh, Space Snub Fighter. You stole this off the Crime Lord Grizz, because believe me, after this, he'll be looking for you. And you've received a vision of your friends in deep, deep trouble. You see Milek, you see Yuda, you see Valen, and people you've never quite seen before. Um, you see them see in this... Of them insulting me. You see this huge uh, power generator, and you can see the three sets of eyes looking down on them. And you just get this intense feeling that whatever these things are, they want your friends dead and not just dead because, um, because they've wronged them dead because almost like they owe them something. Like you just get the feeling there's intent behind the, the murder. It's not just mindless, taking orders or something. There's something very intense about it. Well, that's less than ideal. So, it says you should arrive in system probably about two to three hours. What are you going to do? Um, well, do I need to make an astrogation check or a piloting check or something? You could speed things up, yes. Uh, which do you want? Actually, it doesn't matter. They're both under the same dice pool. Yeah. Okay, so it's roll... Twenty-eight. Holy shit! Finally, someone who didn't roll shit. So, reaching out (laughs) through the force, you can almost instinctively find a shortcut to where this place is. Oh no! This isn't using the force. This is just straight up me with my regular piloting and astrogation checks. He's just that good. Okay, math. (laughs) Yeah, he has always has been a good pilot. That's true. All right, there, Weedy. So you, using your superior skills. Managed to figure out an, an <laughs> astrogation. <laughs> you figured out there is an astrogation shortcut you could take. You should probably cut probably about two hours off your day. But you should be there inside of an hour, providing nothing else happens. So you Hacks. do that. You drop out of hyperspace, realign your ship, punch it again. Even the droid brain that's running your computer says, Jesus, that was impressive. Um, even I couldn't have done that. That was impressive. We don't have space, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the robots oh, are creating a new religion. <laughs> space, Jesus. Oh Thanks. no, soon we're going to be co- coded by color, crazy friend computer. Um, so as you do as such, about an hour passes by and you drop into the system. You drop into uh, where you presume your friends are. You come into uh, the solar system, you see a couple of really large orange and green gas giants, but you also see just this green marble 
of a world with the swirling um, white cloud cover, that's where your friends are. As you begin to punch in your sublight engines, which will take you probably another 45 minutes to get there, give or take, you feel a disturbance in the force. <laughs> Roll me... Do you have sensors? Uh, the skill? Yes. Do I? Um, that's a good question. Be under mechanical. Nope, I just have my straight-up mechanical. Okay, roll me your mechanical. Which is still pretty freaking high. 19. You detect something on sensors just for a second. You got the impression of a small ship coming into the system just after you did. Define small. Probably no bigger than the Bilal, if you want a size or scale. So... I don't know that they have the Bilal. I haven't seen these people in, what, like two or three years? Two or three years. Okay, well, it's not them. Whatever it is came to the system and no, disappeared super quick. It's been a year almost exactly since we came out of cryostasis. Yeah. So it's been a while, but and it probably felt a little longer well, no, because whatever I ex- been through. I extended the timeline a little bit, I think. Oh, no, wait, that was the year. Right. Yeah. It, it's an indeterminate period between one and two years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but sort of, uh, ended, yeah. Anyways, but the ship yeah. that you recognize was definitely not the one that you are familiar with. In fact, nothing comes up in the ship's computers to any known configuration. Not How, n- neither rebel nor imperial nor any known alien species. Uh, okay, just, just so yeah. Okay, like what kind of shape for the ship are we talking about? Are we talking about like it's like an organic shape or it's like a really really weird geometric configuration? It comes across as kind of a weird kind of an organic-ish. It almost, it looks, the best way would be to describe it would be like a half-moon crescent with something coming out through the middle for the cockpit area. Oh, it's the Ferengi. Oh, God. Are we fighting Necrons? The Ferengi! Um, the Ferengi ship's actually not a bad way to describe it. That's a, that's pretty much what it looks like. Oh, yes. Wait, 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 wait. There's no French in space. It's a ship design that I've never seen before. Yeah, you've never seen it before. Um, and you've hung out in Narshada for the better part of a year. Are we fighting the Yuzan Vong? That's what I was thinking as well. No, no, what? No. Tom, imagine... And it's not like I would tell you anyway, right? Imagine the stupidest thing you could think of of people facing in Star Wars as a threat and multiply it by five. I know what the Yuzan Vong is. (laughs) But no, it's it's a configuration you've ever seen. It comes on your sensors. You get enough of a look at it that you know it's got a pretty big engine in it. It's probably got some pretty good weapons, but as soon as your sensors register it, it's gone. Uh, what am I picking up for engine traits? Is it, uh, is it running standard um, engine energy profile? Is it running some kind of odd energy signature? That some, kind of an odd, some kind of an odd energy signature. It's almost like it bleeds off it's excess heat super, super, super quick, so it's really heat efficient. Normandy. It's, it's like the Normandy thing. Yeah, it's kind of like a stealth ride. Basically, you can't see it, but it's probably still out there. Okay. Um, in addition to this, um, roll me your mechanical again. Uh, so that's my uh, 15. Um, you start punching up stuff on your sensors, and... And almost through sheer luck, um, 
You fly through a small asteroid field, which is heading towards the planet, and a Star Destroyer pretty much just narrowly misses you. Oh my God. Basically, this thing just came into the system. Okay, but it's ju- and it's jumping out on top of the asteroid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it just the asteroids. Yes, yeah, so it's like taking asteroid hits all over. It's firing its turbo lasers to try and clear a path. Not a particularly efficient path, but um, it is trying. I uh, go to low power. Okay. Um, I go to fuck it. I'm a Jedi. I go to I, I reduce life support. And I turn off any outgoing uh, signals. And I'm going to try to slip around it while its sensors are busy tracking all the asteroids. Okay. Shall I make a piloting check? Yes, please. Okay. 25. You do as such. You are able to slip in behind it very much like how Boba Fett kind of drifted with the rest of the garbage. Yep. You're able to slip in behind it and follow in its engine wake. So basically, you're not being detected via heat. Beautiful. So this is an Imperial 2 class Star Destroyer. This is one of the newer Imperial Star Destroyers. This thing carries a lot of troops, a lot of weapons. Basically, it's a command platform. Right. Your question is, what in the hell is it doing out here? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep the passive sensors open though and see if they're, um, if I can catch any outgoing communications on their end. Okay. You capture, Uh, um, roll me a straight mechanical again. Yep. 24. Holy shit, Derek. Um, (laughs) this is okay. Look, I only have, you are getting scion type rolls. Dexterity and mechanical. Everything else is crap. Let's get this man to a fist fight. I feel you. All right. So you're able to scan passively over their radio. You don't catch a lot of words, but you hear shadow troopers, squad one through five, prepare to engage. Oh, I don't like the sound of those words. Okay. Switching back to the crew of the Bilal. (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. All right. So... You guys drop out of hyperspace and you drop into the system where you're supposed to go. Once again, you see this green uh, jungle world swirling white clouds above it. Um, Roll me your mechanical. Whoever's piloting. I guess I already said I was at least in the bridge. He was in the bridge, though. (laughs) Now, do I get to add ship space transports to this? Does the law count as that? That's a piloting role, unfortunately. Okay, then I'm just going to be... What about communication? You could roll communication and see if there's anything active. Or you could talk to the base. Uh, Bam, rolling communications. Oh, 17. We established that the ball did count as a space transport. Well, yeah, but he's not... I'm that's not piloting. Ma- I'm yeah, doing a piloting. sensor scan of the system. Yeah. Oh, no. That, you, you poor bastard. Yeah, yeah I roll a 17. <laughs> okay, and you want to use communications? Yeah, picking up uh, signals and uh, friend or foe kind of stuff and uh, to uh, ping the, the planet to alert them of our arrival. Okay, so you managed to ping the rebels on the surface. They acknowledge you. Uh, in addition to pinging them, you are picking up a shit ton of Imperial traffic, and they're not making any secret to hide it. Okay, so all hands on deck, I say mm-hmm. in a... 
casual but nervous way over the speakers of the ship. <laughs> uh, we uh, pretty much thirty seconds. We're a little late for the party, it seems. So I hope you all remember to bring your casseroles. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't because don't it's it. rude to show up to a party without a party gift. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's right. where I was going. Listen, it's, I, I me, spent all the wine. days. Roam your these. space transports, Justin. Let's see if you can get to the surface. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, uh, I miss Wee Day. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I say that every time I push forward on the throttle. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I, I invoke the force of Wee Day, the memory of Wee Day. Like, like, you're one of, like, like, like I'm praying to the saints. <laughs> so what happens is you're able to maneuver the Bilal this clunky as hell spaceship as what gracefully do I have written on the console. You basically <laughs> gracefully maneuver like a, like through a minefield almost down to the surface. You are 95% sure you didn't set off any of the Imperial sensors. I am 95% sure I, I didn't I, set off any sensors guys. So okay. you the land the ship, not a piece of crap. It is an HWK 290 light transfer. Okay, we did. It may or may not be like 30 years past its retirement date. And as you land, you are greeted by the base's administrator, Tom. Yes. <clears throat> as the ship lands, oh, you're... Like this Lando Calrissian moment now, aren't <laughs> Oh we? my god, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Permission well, well, to land well, like a dainty butterfly. Here. You seem to recognize this ship, though you haven't seen it in a very long time. Okay. The gangplank um, drops, and out walks. Well, I guess I mean, <laughs> someone, someone can walk out. We figured out the name order to introduce the show, but we didn't think about the exiting the ship order. Everyone just rolls down the ramp in one well, big pile. Take the introduction <laughs> like, to the show rolls. order and just subtract Tom and I from it. <laughs> well, okay. The the uh, I mean, I guess I've been acting captain for some reason. It's beyond yep. me um, because all of you left me at one point or another. So I'm like the only one who's been on the ship the whole time. Yep. Uh, so I I, I I lower the gangplank, and Yuda is is with. With me um and i don't know i guess the, uh, the the jokers who are joining us they, they're all getting their equipment and stuff so <laughs> so we head down to like secure the site and 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 greet and make arrangements so it'll be yuda and i and whoever i mean noir i mean I, what what do you what do you what do you do like i know what the other four do but you've just you just you just have that like arm thing that you keep playing with well like their i am extremely good at hacking things you would be surprised what I could make a gonk joy do. Yeah, well, we've been down that road. <laughs> can you do it to seven at once? Yikes! Okay. Can uh, can we? Okay, can, Yuda Yuda is going is not even listening to <laughs> Valen and uh, Noir. You walked on. I'm, instead, I'm arguing with instead, Noir. She's, she's not even noticing Milak and sees Milak and immediately makes a beeline towards him. Nora's just occasionally pulling a what looks like a cracker of sorts out of a bag and popping in his mouth. <laughs> it smells oddly of weed, eh? <laughs> hey, like every hacker, we've got one who's like addicted to drank, and now we got another one who's on the munchies. It's like <laughs> like you're a breed of, of, of characters in this in this universe. Okay. Uh, Have you look, never met look. computer programmers? <laughs> the look shit. in Yuda's eye, it's 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 one that everyone is is familiar with, but at the same time, it's one that 
uh, nobody, Milak included, would be able to assume was uh, anger or happiness. She's just very determined to get to where he's standing with either an open palm or open arms. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, Tom, what are you gonna do? She's gonna beat the crap out of you, or give you a hug? I'll give you exactly. Judas sees you and starts charging. Like, is she <laughs> reaching for her lightsaber right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to. I'm gonna do a perception here. <laughs> uh, you don't think she's gonna kick your ass, but you're not sure. No. Uh, that she honestly, uh, if I may, you would not sense any ill will towards Meatlack from her. Uh, okay, well, keep in mind, I can't see uh, your facial expression. I just no, uh, but sense you running towards me. Like, <laughs> you can just you can he- see hear like her determined footsteps and everything, and be like, oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're fine. <clears throat> okay. um, Yuda uh, closes the gap between them and. Uh, bows her head even though he can't see her and says it's been too long okay so <laughs> Milek has this really unreadable expression um, and he just kind of goes yes <laughs> <laughs> what should be an unemotional John Williams swell of the music moment hey yeah really <laughs> <laughs> what's up my negro Fuck. <laughs> exactly. I always wondered how Jedi say hello. <laughs> Yuna um, the others with you? cocks her head to the side and shakes her head as if she totally expected that to happen. And then looks back at Valen and gestures I, her I, head. To oh, classic yeah, I, 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 break, I break contact with Nor just long enough to do like a double take. What? Moment. <laughs> and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Uh, and I look down at me like, and I'm just sort of doing this whole like casual how have you been thing, but definitely not the same, uh, Milak, uh, not the same, um, person you left behind when we, uh, uh, you weren't there for the children. You were there last with the transport when we stole it. Eh? Um, oh, I can't even remember now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, how so, it, went so it was the transport when we, when we first came out yes. of sleep. So yeah. since yeah. then, um, I've gone from having like, you know, a, a, a real root in, like, I'm gonna be a Jedi to, like, just looking like a a, a smuggler. Like, I've got... Scruffy nerf herder? I got the, exactly. Yeah, I got the scruffy nerf herder going on. Uh, uh, He's and, basically uh, Captain Mal now from Firefly. <laughs> almost Captain <laughs> Mal with a lightsaber. But similar to um, Rebels, uh, my lightsaber I've been keeping... Um, Indiscreet so, and 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 hidden away. So it's yeah. Anyway, so I just kind of come down. I'm looking worse for wear and definitely uh, looking fed up. And then I see you and sort of like, holy smokes, this is a blast from the past. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna use my sense force uh, to see if I sense any dark side. You, I don't know, Justin. How many dark side points did you have before? Two. Two. I'll say you you still have two. Yeah, I figure any dark side moments need to be on camera. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and, and they me, both stand in my defense uh, against, like, Sith people. So, I'm just saying. It was for a good reason. So, yeah, you he's the same he's the same veil in that you've always known. It just seemed a little rougher around the edges. Okay, but that goes for both of them. Like, uh, no 
Is there any dark side in uh, Yoda? Uh, I only have one the dark side point. <laughs> oh, only one. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you are indeed Tom way. pure as the white snow that never falls on this planet. <laughs> Good little angel. Exactly. Long time no see. <laughs> so, I hate so, to interrupt, but uh, you said something about a party. <laughs> What's that all about? Was the, is oh, you really right. freaked out, hey. Spark. Don't want to alert everyone, but uh, don't forget, this system is full of Imperials now. What's going on, Milak? What yeah, Tom, your defense people didn't even alert you to this yet. So, yeah. So this is I news to you. No, <laughs> I had no idea that anyone from the Rebels was coming, and they just showed up at my doorstep. Is that what you're saying? No, no you, you have no the idea. Rebels, there's... You have no idea the Empire's here. Yeah, basically. Oh. Yeah, they're here, and they're here now. They're yeah, like, okay. I really like this whole reunion thing, but uh, how well are your defenses? Because I okay. think we're going to have a ground battle on our hands in, oh, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, have we? Have I heard back from the uh, mission that I sent out to the ruins? Actually, no. How long ago was that? Probably about eight, two eight days? hours ago. Oh, eight hours? Eight hours. Okay. Which um, is, they should have been back at least two hours ago. Yeah. So, it's so, so worrying, not necessarily panic-inducing emergency. Yeah, you're just like, um, okay, that's weird, maybe something happened, but they're probably okay. But now the Empire's here. Okay. As you guys are all standing around, kind of okay. doing your greets and, oh shit, something's going on, I want... Mel, Milak, I want you to roll dodge for me. Oh, okay. Beat a 12. Beat a 12. Let's see, what's my dodge? Um, I got, oh, 17, but oh. Oh. one on the four side. Oh, so it drops to six, and so you're down to a 10. Okay, so what Wait, happens is... Drops, I just dropped the highest die, right? Yeah. Which is a six. Yeah. Oh, and so you still keep the six, one on the force die? 9, 10. Well, then it's 11. Yes. It's 11. You still 17 lose. minus 6 is 11. No, that's not enough. <laughs> okay, so what happens is, out of the corner of your eye, you see what looks to be, like, a stormtrooper. I don't see anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you feel. You sense rustling. You sense something almost with the heavy smell of ozone. Of your mind. Dematerialize oh. out of thin air. So someone's blasting at me. Yeah, you see a... Well, you don't see. You feel, because they have a very specific mindset, a stormtrooper oh, no. basically has opened fire on you. You guys all look over and see a stormtrooper basically in black armor dematerialize out of thin air. And okay. he starts opening up. So, Tom, you oh, have to Oh, did I say 20 minutes? Damage. I meant right now. <laughs> okay. A lightsaber oh. combat. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. He gets to roll damage first. Okay. Okay, is Tom resist 25. Okay. Oh, what do I have to roll for this again? Strength. It's, Strength? Yeah. Is That's it? Oh, there's no way. Whoa. Um, throw in, throw in, uh, he can throw in action points and stuff into this, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah, he can roll a character point to roll an extra die. Or you can roll a force point to double your roll. Do we have to... Okay. That does it. Uh, the force point would double it to 30. Yeah, I'm going to use the force point to double it to 30. 
Okay, so what happens is you're able to, just as the blaster bolt's about to hit you, you jerk instinctively backwards, and where your head was a second ago, the blaster bolt basically absorbed that hit. As you guys um, look around, you see about ten other shadow troopers, the best way I can describe them, dematerialize out of thin air. Okay, I draw my what lightsaber. Kind of technology is this? Okay, yeah, so am I. Can, um, can I, do I have to activate lightsaber um, yep. combat? And or Derek knows the process the... better for, better than me for this, so. Okay. Um, because it's one of my, it's the skill, lightsaber it's a con- combat. It's, it's a force control die, isn't it? Or, yeah. it's or both. what about my decks? Do I roll it's, the the? Because okay, it's so both on, force control oh, I was on mute there. Sorry about that. Two separate rolls, um, guys. It, yeah, it's okay. two separate rolls. First of all, you need to roll your sense. Your sense is the easy check. You need to get a five on it. Then you roll your control. You need to get a ten on the control. So um, it's better to roll. And then what about first. the fact that I have I uh, and also I have lightsaber oh, written time. down. Guys, I have lightsaber written down under my decks as well, which what? is a skill. Yeah. Lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Lightsaber combat is a force power that makes you better with lightsabers. Lightsaber, the skill just lets you use lightsabers. Okay, okay. so and right. if you have lightsaber combat on, you can deflect blaster bolts. If you right. don't, if right. you have lightsaber combat yeah. on, you add your sense to all of your attack and parry rolls with a lightsaber, and you add your control to all your damage checks with your lightsaber. So I rolled a nine on my control die. And I rolled an eight on my sense die. Which means your control doesn't go off, so you have to uh, take another action to try and activate it again. Your sense. Uh, oh, we're doing this in two different rounds, too, because uh, you lose a die if you try to use both at once. Yeah. But so, it's not imperative so that you have to have that up, right? Oh, my God. No, it's so you don't no, I have just to have that on. power up. Okay. Yeah, I just want to turn on my lightsaber. Yeah, you can just turn okay. on your lightsaber and use it. You don't have to activate the power to use a lightsaber. Okay, cool. All right, so Valen, you activate your lightsaber. The yellow blade snaps to life. Yeah, it Noir, does. this is the first time you've ever seen Jedi. Uh, so can so I you're impressed. What those look like? <laughs> you might want to. You might want to stand behind us. Incidentally, uh, yeah, where okay. am I? You're not there yet, Wede. Don't worry. Am I going to be there eventually? Yep. Can okay. um, I want to advance on the closest one? Okay, you um, advance on the closest shadow trooper. Can I use lightsaber combat, the skill? Yep. Okay. It, I have a really ridiculously high lightsaber combat from the update, so... <laughs> just to be clear, the skill is just lightsaber. The power is lightsaber combat. Yeah, I have, oh, I have okay, 6D in lightsaber. That was your attack roll? No, sorry. Uh, lightsaber combat is dex plus whatever dice you have. Or, sorry, lightsaber, just the skill. It's dex plus whatever dice you have in it, right? In the skill, yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, roll it. Oh, 38. Shit. Roll the six Holy again. Holy crap. Whoa. Roll that other uh, dice. Roll one yeah. more d6. Yep. Aww. Well, it's still <laughs> one. It still counts as a one. So. All right, cool. Oh, wow. Oh, All right, yeah, okay. she learned so, a so, bunch of shit when she was off. So, <laughs> I'm going to so, use my force control for the lightsaber combat for this round, and I'll do the sense for next round because I can't activate them both at once yet. <laughs> okay, so what happens, Yuda? You oh. whip out your lightsaber to the nearest. I'm, I'm adding a force die so I succeed. <laughs> to the nearest uh, shadow trooper, you strike him right in the chest and pretty much cut him down immediately. Oh. Your lightsaber goes through him like basically but- a knife through hot butter. Yes. Like he is down for the count. I mean, I'm not enjoying this. 
Yuda, you nasty. All right, who's next? Actually, Mike, can I revise that and just use force points so I can do both at the same time? Well, honestly, yeah, Mike, you, you tell us who's next because this is good. Um, let's say I'll say Tom. You can go next, but be aware your force points don't regenerate unless you do something heroic. So if you blow them in the first hour and you need them an hour, hour I know, four. but ten guys jumped us at once, and I I really <laughs> they're okay. like really awesome. So all right, all right, okay, all right, your so, powers are up. Your powers. Are up. Okay, so, all right. So, I don't know if that's my entire turn just activating that or what. But yes, your lightsaber okay. combat is now active. Okay, well, at least now I can deflect the blaster bolts. Mm-hmm. So, psh, lightsaber All right. up. <laughs> All right, then. So, the Shadow Troopers are going to fire on you guys again. They're taking aim. They're going to shoot at uh, Valen this time. Oh, are they? <laughs> Character points are not your health. Uh, just to answer, John. Um, How much of that do we have? Basically, you have wound levels. Basically, it's 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 the difference from when you get hit. There's stunned, wounded, incapacitated, mortally wounded, and dead. And I see. The, and uh, um, certain force users, such as Yuda, actually have abilities to reduce injuries for other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, depending on the level of injury, you know what I mean. So okay. uh, they're all shooting at me? Yeah, Valen, so I need you to beat a 22. And am I rolling the strength for the dodge? Uh, no, that's your dexterity's dodge. Oh, dexterity's dodge. Is that what I'm rolling? Yeah, you can dodge it or you can try and deflect it. It's both. They're, they're, well, I can't deflect it because I never activated lightsaber okay. combat. Um, Just dodge then. Okay. That's since that's a high number and I only get four dice, it's not enough. I only rolled 14. Okay, so it hits with uh, one of their blaster rifles. All right, roll me strength. You only have to beat an 11. He rolled a one on his force die. Uh, I rolled a 17, but I dropped a six. I rolled 11. So you tie, so you're just stunned. So what happens is he shoots you with the blaster bolt. It doesn't hit you any place vital. It hits you in the shoulder, but it doesn't pierce the skin. I'm gonna make you. Want and it to knocks poop you back on your ass. I'm gonna make him want to poop forever. <laughs> All right, switching to We Day. We Day, your ship comes in just above the rebel base. You're seeing blaster fire, and you see the distinct columns of light of lightsabers. Okay. You so can strafe the base if you want. Can I strafe some of the troopers in a way that won't hit uh, the good, won't hit the people with lightsabers? You can try. Just smash <laughs> into them. You are the you ball. They are the bowling pins. Go for a strike. Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna do a mechanical plus starship gunnery. All right, do it. And I'm gonna throw in a character point. Okay. So. 27. Ooh. Okay, so what happens is... This is Starfighter-level weaponry against human-sized targets. I'm, what, like, two or three points up on the scale chart? Yeah. So your blaster cannons on either side of the canopy light up with these huge blaster red bolts, start raining down on these black stormtroopers. They are flying through the air like ragdolls on fire. Oh, my hero. They are just, there's gouts of dirt flying Although, up. seriously, Huida, you couldn't have shown up like one second ago. They're just like, like boom, they boom, boom, boom. So out of the ten, you've managed to take out at least five of them. 
Hooray. And they are, those five, they are so dead. Can I drop it another, a die and just land my ship on the rest of them? <laughs> Go ahead, try it, roll it. And with your left hand? <laughs> 25. Okay, so what happens is you manage to strafe them, you pull your ship up really, really, really hard and fast, and then cut the engines. You manage to crush, let's see how many. <laughs> you crush three of them. Literally, just lands, he goes into a dive, and as he pulls out of the dive, he turns the ship a little bit, so he lands on two of them, and a third one just looks around long enough as one of the wigs clips his head off. <laughs> oh, jeez. So uh, you've turned this into a horror show. So, yeah, you managed to kill the other, You the there are only two troopers left, they look at each other, and their armored D materializes again, so they're invisible. And uh, you can, can hear them sense running. Them, I think. Yeah, go go ahead, Tom. Try and sense them. Um, oh, well, my should I do perception or should I use like force sense or what? What's the best thing here? You, have have Jedi, you tell me. I I also have life detect and life sense. If yeah. either of those things would help me, help my lack. Okay. Well, yeah, I have both of those too. So, um, yeah, I'll do life. I'll do life detection, or actually, whichever works better. Oh, come on. You got a pretty good uh, idea where one of them might be, but because the base is starting to panic now because they're hearing blaster and starfighter-scale laser fire, okay. a lot of the things are people yeah, trying to panic. I'm just going to swing my lightsaber right at where they were. Okay, <laughs> roll it. Okay, Make it so- I'm, I'm making it really difficult, but go ahead, try it. Okay. Uh, so that's 38. <laughs> your arm, you fling out your lightsaber where you think a guy might be. Through some miracle of the force itself, this guy the hits the armor arm right, dematerializes. right where the neck connects to the head. The armor once again re-materializes re and he drops to the ground dead. The other shadow trooper, you do not know where he went. I have a question. Yes. Is there any way I could use, I don't know, like communications and demolitions to make its comm unit explode? You could hack into his comm unit for sure if you have communications. I would like to do that then. Okay. (laughs) Roll me your communications. And would I be able to use my droid brain for this? Yes. Sweet. So I roll. Do I add perception to this? Uh, It's a perception based check. So whatever your communications is. Yeah. There should be like a die code beside it. Let's see. Where did it go? Oh, wait. I've got communications under mechanical. Yeah. So 5d6 plus the two from my droid brain then? Yeah. Roll that six again. God damn. Holy oh, wow. shit. Roll six that six again. again. Holy crap. Okay, oh, and <laughs> so what did you want to do? Because it happens. What did you want? <laughs> All of a sudden, well, I was like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, essentially, I want to make it as obvious as possible as to where this guy is right this second. Okay, so what happens is you invert the speakers in his helmet, 
and now anything he says is now being openly broadcast. What's he saying, Mike? He's like, reinforcements, I need reinforcements now! I need hey squad 7 through 12. Uh, cool, uh, I'm gonna telekinesis snap him. Okay, roll it. Uh, and I'm gonna use a force point. All right. Uh, what do you mean by snap him? Do you mean like ragdoll him or like right into us or something? <laughs> yeah, or like into a tree or okay. um, in half. <laughs> All right, roll it. Uh, is that alter or control? I think isn't that alter? I think that's, that's alter. alter. Now Telekinesis. you are using the force for attack. This would be considered a dark sideable action. Oh shit! I've used the pull out. Oh. All right, fine. Uh, Eighteen. <laughs> okay, you basically grab a hold of him. You pull him towards you, and uh, basically, you break his arms because he's trying to flail against you so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But uh, he's still alive. Is he now uh, on me? Oh yeah, he's right I in front him of into me. Okay, well I turn my lightsaber into him. Okay, so I just activate it one more time. All right, you stab him more or less right through the heart. He is uh, once again his armor dematerializes. And he is dead at your feet. Over his helmet comms, you hear reinforcements incoming. We'll be landing in less than two minutes. Prepare the the, the dig site for evacuation. Project Leviathan commencing. So Milak, uh, it's been uh, it's been a while. It's nice to see you again. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, we uh, I think need to uh, pack up. I have a plan for this. Um, okay, so I'm going to... Do you? I, Does this I, plan involve getting on this ship and leaving? Okay. Um, everyone get on the ship. I'm going to issue one last order, and then I'll come join you. I have a request for you guys. Yes. Bring their armor. <laughs> I might be able to use that. Oh. Knock yourself out. Okay, I'd like oh. to note... Most of them don't exist in whole humanoid forms anymore, and two of them are kind of crushed underneath the landing skids of a starfighter. <laughs> and all of them are bigger than you. Can we get, so, uh, can we get someone grab that one? Corbett and Prince down to like grab <laughs> the bodies and bring them into the ship. Use the disposable NPCs. They've been hiding in the ship the whole time, right? Oh so God, yeah. I, like, they're like, I'm not going out there. So I like whistle, like I do that, like uh, like finger the mouth whistle that I can't actually do in real life and uh, and for Hughes Hastings Corbett and Prince which is now like the name of my um, uh, uh, Nash uh, young uh, cover band uh, and uh, and I got get them down to uh, help us okay. we're, 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 we're leaving nobody's so, even we're questioning the, the starfighter that's just sitting there in the middle of the courtyard that just Honestly, murdered eight you know guys my blessings but it's time to go if the pilot wants to say hi that's great clearly um, he's on our side okay so uh mike <laughs> i mean we did um, you want to say hi now I while mean, this is all happening you guys notice several large imperial landing barges coming out of the atmosphere oh, God. okay and mike, this is I'm... where we leave off for this hour <laughs> oh no <laughs> what will happen to our jedi character next as the base is being invaded by a new kind of Imperial Stormtrooper. What were they talking about over the radio? Aliens. Find out hopefully next time. If you're a long-time Warrior fan, you know exactly what they're talking exactly. about. Exactly. So find out how did everything begin for Project Leviathan. Game how does it tie into all this? We'll Game be back next time right here 
on Terrible Warriors. So I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd, joined with... I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. I'm I'm Justin Ecock, uh, trying to delegate, but whatever. <laughs> we'll all just we'll all just democratically elect whatever I'm we just, do. <laughs> God damn it, Justin! I'm Tiffany Fonsolo Compton. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Doug. No, uh, no you're <laughs> not. <laughs> God I'm damn it! I'll get back to your own universe. Weird video games. Take me on weird video games. <laughs> and I'm John. Hopefully soon to be invisible. All right, then, guys. So join us next week here on Terrible Warriors as we find out what happens next on Embers of the Jedi. The Terrible Warriors comes out every Monday and every Thursday, and Star Wars Embers of the Jedi will return on Monday. I hope you're ready for a battle. And speaking of battles, come back on Thursday to Suicide Squad with Derek the Bard and his Edmonton crew. I know you think it's been crazy up till now, but episode three, that's when the campaign goes a little off the rails. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think we were off the rails already? <laughs> oh, you're cute. Today's terrible warriors have been Tom White, Derek Burrow, Tiffany Ann Compton, Justin Ecock, and Mike Dodd with special guest John Gillespie and Terrible Warrior NPC cameo appearances by Hughes, Juice, Hasting, Ala Zinder Corbett, and Steve Von Prince. Yes, you too can become an NPC in a future Terrible Warrior campaign where we'll kill a bunch of bodies and we'll have your characters clean up the mess. Of course, if you'd also like to appear on a show as a special guest player... Well, I don't think John Gillespie's been complaining too much about our treatment of him. Don't worry, we'll kill him in the next episode. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. And if you'd like, you can support us at patreon.com slash terrible warriors until we meet again. Thank you for listening, supporting, sharing, liking. Thank you for being a terrible warrior.